Royal Queen Seeds interviews. Welcome to the Royal Queen Seed interviews. Today, we have the pleasure to chat with Jessica Gonzalez, aka the Mummy Jane. Jessica is a cannabis advocate and influencer, and her goal is to help break the stigma around mums and marijuana. With a virtual neighborhood of more than 27,000 neighbors on Instagram, she's helping her audience through the practices of mindfulness and plant medicine education. Welcome, Jessica, and thank you for being here with us today. How are you? I'm doing very well, Hazel. Thank you for having me here today. Oh, it's such a pleasure. How's the weather there today? Is it a good day? You know what? In true California fashion, we're having a heat wave. Um, and so we're just hunkering down. It's supposed to end tomorrow. So a few more days of this. We've got yeah. this. Drinking lots of water, staying inside with the air conditioning and really grateful to have the air conditioning this yeah. year because last summer I did not. Yeah, <laughs> and no, it was a different yeah. experience. Yeah, no, here in the UK is as true UK fashion, very grey. <laughs> Very foggy and very messy. That's where I need to go. <laughs> yeah. And that's and where you are is where I need to go. Let's do a house change. A holiday we'll exchange, style. Yes. Holiday I like style. That. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. So here with you today will be dive a little bit into meditation, cannabis, and the kind of like intertwined nature of this two concept. So the first kind of things that pops to my head is, are you able to tell us a little bit about the history of this connection? You know, like the Rastafari movement, call it, like they basically call it a vehicle to cosmic consciousness and they use it for meditation. And here in the Western part of the world, we kind of adopt sometimes other practices. Could you tell us a little bit of how did you intertwine? Yes, I am so glad you brought this up because uh, when I started The Mommy Jane, I was writing for Direct Cannabis Network and my column was called Consciousness and Cannabis, the or the Conscious Cannapreneur, something along those lines. Yeah. Because I was always really big on the mindfulness that cannabis brings to us. So the Rastafari, they understood that this is a third eye opening plant, you know, it connects yeah. you to your mind, body, soul. And I've realized over the years that if you don't meditate, cannabis usually leads you to it. Yeah. And if you meditate, you know, it's like what comes first, the chicken or the egg, yeah. you know, but eventually those two, those two worlds combine, you know, whether it's through our events, um, we do use meditation uh, during a big Thing called BizCon in Las Vegas. It's a big convention. Yeah. And I remember before events, we, we would have Miss Kindness be lead the room and we would do a group meditations together, setting intentions for the industry, setting intentions for our souls that night, setting intentions, why we use that plant. And I think that's where the big stigma lies is the fact that there is that disconnection sometimes of yeah. why we choose to use that plant and uh, the mindfulness and on how we choose to consume it and how our lifestyle embodies it as a wellness tool. You know, are we doing those other things like meditating, drinking water, eating a balanced, uh, you know, lifestyle, and just making sure that we go outside and connect with nature, or are, are we just using cannabis as a tool and expecting it to change? everything for us, you know, and yeah. I've, I've seen both sides of that coin. So I think it's very important for us to respect the roots of cannabis, understand where it comes from and understand that this is a very powerful tool and it needs to be respected. It needs to be used mindfully and it, and the stigma will always be attached if we don't start to use it as a vehicle for good. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I do appreciate a lot you talking about 
respecting it and absolutely appreciate the culture you know that it comes from like kind of realize that we are adopting it you know more than mm-hmm. you know so always have a an open mindset of kind of really listening to the history behind it and always mm-hmm. having like knowledgeable people before us you know i think that's really important so i love the word respect it's it's, it's incredible and thank you i wanted to ask you uh again regarding like mindfulness and meditation how important is the perception when experiencing the effect of cannabis like the mindset that we go into when we meditate can you tell us a little bit about that you know i always tell my children that i have spaghetti brain as a mother as a human i feel like just a spaghetti plate sometimes of thoughts yeah. and feelings and emotions and when i sit down and i decide that i'm you know this is the moment we're going to just be be mindful and be present and and meditate and when you use cannabis it it absolutely kind of just balances and takes all those thoughts and becomes one single strand of pasta i tell them yeah. i get to focus on that one strand at a time that i can choose and once i'm done examining or digesting that one i can pick up another noodle and slowly go at it instead of just taking spoonfuls and trying to digest it like i do during the day you know it's yeah. so important that we uh once again see it as a tool because if we don't it can open up people always say oh cannabis makes me think about things about myself that i don't really like well what is it about your life that you need to change yeah. what is the enlightenment that's being brought forth on why are you feeling guilty about something or what do you think needs to change in your life that's making you feel that sort of shame because cannabis is not a low vibration frequency so why are you on that cosmic level when you choose to use that plant medicine you know yeah. we need to, it's it's an opportunity for us to dive deeper understand ourselves better and change who we are i, I was such a, a, a more violent person a more aggressive person my uh, my mood swings were frequent and i had no control over myself or my attitude and yeah. honestly truly believe that when i started to practice using cannabis intentionally visualizing it and using it as a plant and and discussing it as the plant that it is and it's not just a recreational tool for, to have fun um everything changed you know my children's perspectives changed my family's perspective changed and i was then able to help heal others or or show them not me myself but show them the healing powers that they can do themselves when, yeah. when, you know, when one is led to cannabis, because it just takes, you know, the right sort of education, the right sort of verbiage and the right sort of connection and realizing that this plant has been around for thousands of years for a reason. The Rastafari have used it for thousands of years for a reason. So we have to respect the fact that this isn't going anywhere how do we how do we modernize it in a respectful way how do we you know uh use it as a as the superfood that it's intended to be i mean it really is the world's greatest superfood and we we are, we don't even realize it you know we give kale and blueberries and walnuts all this credit and don't get me wrong i i love a good superfood but what about the cannabis plant yeah what about the fact that there's healing cannabinoids and receptors built in our bodies ready to receive this plant And what about the fact that well, there's so many varieties because there's so many of us and may, maybe one plant doesn't work for someone, but it will work for another? Yeah. It's just absolutely remarkable how personalized this medicine can be if we allow it to be. Yeah. We take the time to get to know it. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And you were talking about healing and all of this sort of things. And do you think cannabis can help people with anxiety, stress, weight loss, lay off alcohol? What do you think about this? <laughs> Hazel, it's funny that you mentioned that because I personally have experienced the healing benefits to all of the above that you mentioned. And yeah. If anybody's been following me long enough on Instagram or have come across my website, The Mommy Jane, you've seen that there's been a tremendous change. I mean, a complete 180, really. Yeah. Uh, who I was four years ago and who I am now, I don't even recognize that woman. And, and it's such a beautiful thing. You know, uh, there's a golden Buddha in all of us. You know, we always hear that legend of the, the mud-soaked Buddha. And and when they were cracking away at that mud, the, the cracks started to show the gold underneath. And I feel like when we get to that point in consciousness and we start to realize that we have that potential in us, that's another thing that cannabis can do for us. That's another yeah. tool that it can provide for us. If we're, if we're using it consciously and we're using it in a healthful way, oh my gosh, I didn't realize the benefits that can trickle out. You know, once yeah. you find one healing modality, it can help with your, your uh, exercise. It can help, like you said, replace your alcohol routine. I, I realized like, hey, I'm way more relaxed and, and less um, you know, aftermath, if I use just cannabis alone or, you know, sometimes in conjunction. So maybe one glass of wine instead of five or four yeah. or three, you know, yeah. and, and, and a, and a little toke or a little edible or whatever suits your, you know, your mood and what you need that day. You know, the, my consumption varies day to day. Yeah. Uh, it varies depending on, you know, what I'm doing. And, you know, some days I don't get to have the full, you know, THC effects until after hours. And, that's just part of life. And, and some of us, you know, have the ability to use it all day long and, and are able to conduct work. And that's a beautiful thing too. And that's the great thing about this plant is it is so versatile. It yeah. is so multifunctional and there's so many different ways we can see healing in this plant. If we take that time. So yes, you can replace it with your wine, which will then help you lose weight because your, your caloric intake goes down and you're not as tired anymore. So you want to, you go out and go for that walk in the morning or hit the gym if that's what you prefer. And yeah. there's so many different little changes that can happen once we start to utilize that plant in a really mindful approach. And, you know, maybe we don't use Tylenol as much for our aches and pains, which is way better for us. So we're not de destroying our liver. So we're yeah. not taking Tylenol as much anymore. We're not drinking alcohol as much anymore. We're being a little bit more mindful because I also do believe it, it makes us more conscious of what we're eating and how we feel. And I tend to crave a little bit more fruits and vegetables because of this lifestyle. And I think it leads us to these more mindful and conscious decisions, whether we realize it or not, who we're hanging out with, the music we listen to, how we dress and think and feel all becomes influenced eventually once we start to, to focus in as a health and wellness module. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you you talked about THC just now. And do you use both THC and CBD when you meditate? Can you tell us if they have a different effect? And also, we are always at Royal Queen Seeds trying to shed some light on newer cannabinoids and THCV always pops up lately. Can you tell us a little bit about the differences and how do you experience them? You know, um, to answer the first part of the question, uh, it depends on the time of day and what I'm doing will determine on the cannabinoids that I do use. I'm very favorable to CBN. I haven't discussed this enough on my page yet, but I will discuss it with you first and foremost. Everyone believes CBN um, and I'll get to THCV as well, but I yeah, do want to talk you. about CBN. I always say 
minor cannabinoids impact in a major way. Everybody calls them minor cannabinoids. Don't think that they do minor work. They work big, big time. So for instance, CBN on the days where my anxiety, well, I actually take CBN daily. And if I don't, my anxiety is very severe. The CBD does not help it. Um, CBN is uh, for those of you that do not know, CBN, two, two milligrams of CBN is an equivalent to diazepam, like a 10, 10 uh, I believe it's 10 milligram dose of diazepam. I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, you know, you can do the research yourselves. Yeah. But uh, very similar effects to diazepam, which is a, a pill that I was on. I used to be on SSRIs. I was on antidepressants. I was on anti-anxiety medications, and they weren't beneficial to me. The side effects did not outweigh how I felt. Um, you know, and it wasn't as consistent and I, I just didn't enjoy it. And then I know there's so many people that use con- cannabis in conjunction with plant or with pill medicine. And that's yeah. wonderful. Whatever works for you. I'm so grateful you found that, that for you, but for me personally, it wasn't working. So I was very, very excited and very, very grateful when I discovered that plant medicine can mimic the same effects of, of the pills that I was taking with less side effects, yeah. you know? And so I do use CBN on a um, transdermal gel from Aries Medicinals every day. Um, for instance, yesterday I forgot to take it and I got to the bank and I was like really jittery. And I was like, Oh, you forgot to take the CBN yeah. today. So Hazel, my body can tell, you know, yeah, it really absolutely. knows w- within hours if you haven't had, you know, what you need. And so, um, and then to talk about THCV, that was really the big, cannabinoid that that got me to start the mommy jane because i had gained weight during my pregnancy i had gained weight postpartum because i was depressed and because i was breastfeeding and they were telling you you know me to eat steak and potatoes and drink guinness and you know get the get that breast milk going for you and so i was just listening to what the doctors were telling me and you know eating emotionally because i it's so hard and scary to have a a, a child i know it shouldn't be but it it really is i wish we were supported better Maybe we are in other countries, but in America, we're not very supported as mothers. And so um, it was a, it's, it's just not uh, as a positive experience as I think it could be. And I didn't receive that positive experience. Um, But both of my children, unfortunately, I suffered postpartum. And so I gained a tremendous amount of weight and was having a really hard time parenting because uh, I was drinking at night. I was overweight. I was unhappy with my life. I was unhappy with my marriage. I was unhappy with my relationship with my kids. And it was just all around a mess. And yeah. I did a lot of research, hence the Royal Queens. I was able to find your blog. Very yeah. grateful early on because you were the first and foremost at education. And um, that was really important to me because there wasn't a lot of education on social media at the time. You know, yeah. we and, and the little that was, was because of your screenshots that you would also pro- promote. And I would sometimes, when I started the Mommy Jane, I would do, you know, the reshares and everything yeah. because there really wasn't a lot going on back four years ago, you know, yeah, no, and I'm so grateful for the little that was out there and, and being able to come across yours. And so when I saw those, those things where I, I realized, oh my gosh, there's minor cannabinoids, there's terpenes. We can use this to, to lose weight instead of increase our weight. So I wanted to break the stigma with cannabis that it's this lazy stoner sitting on the couch, eating everything in sight, sort of thing. And I wanted it to be seen as a, as a wellness functional medicine, and it can be used to actually lose weight and, and better your life and get off of, uh, you know, the pills, if that's your choice and get off the alcohol, if that's your choice and, you know, really be a wellness tool that it was always used for it always intended to be. And so I took the initiative and I educated myself on the 
endocannabinoid system. I educated myself on minor cannabinoids and I came across THCV, humulene, which is a terpene. And I realized that those things, uh, which are also found in foods like grapefruit and stuff that we're used to all the time, terpenes are actually found in other foods because cannabis is a superfood. Yeah. So terpenes similar uh, reflect those similar profiles. And if you look for strains that are high in THCV or high in humulene, those are going to be appetite suppressants and as opposed to what cannabis is also very popular for appetite increasing. So for cancer patients, heck yes. For eating disorders, absolutely use those tools and, and increase the appetite. But for someone like myself who is heavily obese, you know, uh, and um, doctors were concerned and we were, you know, wondering what could I do at this point? Because yeah. I was doing everything in sight and nothing was working, you know, and I really just needed a huge shakeup. I needed a lifestyle change. And cannabis was that connection for me. Cannabis brought that consciousness forward that wine wasn't doing for me. Exercise alone wasn't doing for me. It needed to be that that breakthrough for myself to yeah. make those big changes and and give you that confidence to make those changes too, you know, because it's it's a it's a mood booster, it's a confidence booster. And I read a couple of weeks ago, it was used to be called the plant for sorrow, the medicine for sorrow. Yeah. And man, that hit me so much because as someone who suffers with uh, anxiety and depression, that that really hit the nail on the head. Yeah, no, absolutely. Me. Yeah. And um, as you said, it worked for you really, really well. And you're now able to spread the message, which is an incredible thing to do. But for some people, sometimes it doesn't work that well, or most likely it's the dose that doesn't work. So can you tell us a little bit about microdosing and if you used it yourself? Yes, I actually was mentioning microdosing earlier when I was talking about my CBN. If yeah. I took a tremendous amount of CBN during the day, I'd be asleep by four o'clock. Yeah. If I take a trace tiny amount, which I do, I, I don't even do the full dose of the of the transdermal gel pump because it's it is so important. We're gonna be at that point soon where cannabinoids are going to be um you can dial it in. So you'll be able to order a tincture that's like, okay, two milligrams of this and a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Yeah. That's personalized to Hazel's a remedy, you know, and Absolutely. that's going to be just so lovely because I I truly believe that cannabinoid medicine is so important and give all cannabinoids a chance. THCV is not for everyone. My husband is not a fan. He is very, has a very low tolerance for THC. And so if he has more than 2.5 milligrams, it is a, a whole new world and not in a good way, you know? Yeah. So we tend to stick to CBD, CBC, CBG, ones that help with focus, ones that help with creativity. Um, not all cannabinoids get you into that uh, realm of psychoactivity. Some things are that psychoactivity of just bliss, yeah. and that's okay. We can't say that CBD isn't psychoactive because it absolutely is. It definitely changes the way I think and feel. When I take CBD, I am in a more blissful state. So in my perspective, that is some sort of psychoactivity in a yeah. very helpful and microdose sort of way. We're not going and we're not taking, you know, unless th that is your intention. Yes, that's a different story. We're not taking, you know, 90% THC B or THC dabs for a reason. When we're looking in a microdose form, in a mindful, intentional form, we can use it and our body receives it actually better. I've been hearing a lot lately that a, a magnitude of, of over overabundance of, of, 
cannabinoids is actually not as positive as it seems when you're yeah. when you have cancer and you take a lot of thc that can actually multiply your cancer cells so you have to be really mindful that's why cbd has so many breakthrough and so much importance that we're, we more than we give it credit for we always say oh cbd snake oil and this is a you know this and that no yeah. there are that this plant has so many benefits that we can't discredit anything. And the thing is, is we don't even know about all the minor cannabinoids yet. We haven't even discovered everything because we haven't had the opportunity to research everything yeah, yet. So yeah. imagine what we're going to find out 10 years from now and the, the hundreds of other minor cannabinoids and other terpenes and other wonderful strains that can come about that are going to be beautifully blended to be in a healing capacity, what it's intended for. And yes, you know, cannabis has a place and time for recreation and, and go at it when you when it's necessary. But I really do believe the stigma is, lies in the fact that we aren't making enough strains that are compatible for health and wellness. Yeah. We need more two to ones. We need more THCV strains. It's so dire. It's so hard to find a THCV product. I know. Yeah. It took me so much research, so much leafly and weed maps and all those things. I'm reading and reading where who's carries it. And sometimes I'd have to search through eight different delivery menus and that takes time. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, yeah. it shouldn't have to be that hard for us to find medicine. Yeah. I hope I, there's a day that I can go travel to Massachusetts or I can travel to Florida or I can travel to Wisconsin or even the UK and I can find the medicine that I'm looking for no yeah. matter where I go. Yeah. No, That's yeah. what I hope to see. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, we we do need the kind of constant in the market, which is it's just because it's it's new and we are really at the dawn of this, but we'll get there. We and, will, we will. Uh, earlier on, I was just, you know, reading some more of your interviews and I came across this sentence, which I, I wanted you to explain to us a little bit better. And the sentence is, the plant shows us the truth. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh man, this is a heavy one because <clears throat> I've been feeling a lot of emotions about this industry lately and it's hard for me. You know, we all, we all have to be successful to some extent. And obviously yeah. that requires money and monetary value, but I feel it's reached a point where it's just become this very commercialized entity and people are just throwing themselves off. Uh, on brands and, and companies and products that aren't worth anything to be giving to their, they're taking advantage of their viewership. They're taking yeah. advantage of, of their community. And, and it hurts me so much to see uh, ill-informed, you know, people and they're very popularized and they're very well-liked and they're, they're, you know, well-liked because they're very recreational based and they're not education based. And it's very hard to be well-liked in this industry when you are education focused. Yeah. <laughs> it is, uh, it is not as well-received, you know, um, which is ironic because our stigma is attached to the fact that we all are educated enough on cannabis. So, um, I believe eventually the plant will show the truth and, and, you know, only time will tell, that these companies and, and, you know, influencers and, and personal brands and all these things that are popping up, uh, will eventually fade out with time and the sun rises and sets and it comes in truth. But the, the, to also go back and, and understand this, the, the cannabis plant shares the truth of so many aspects beyond what the falsities of the, of the industry can be beyond what, uh, the truths we hold within ourselves. It, it, it sheds a light on so many things. You know, I feel like I, as an empath, uh, I, I'm able to understand so many other truths of the world because of cannabis. Yeah. It shines a light on the truth of your health. It shines a light on the truth of your mental health. It shines a light on the, the, the truth of your family. You know, cannabis 
save my family because I was able to save myself. And in saving myself, I was able to help others and helping others help me improve myself, which led me to my family again. And it's all about how we use it. You know, we can use this and I could have used cannabis to destroy my family. I could have used it to destroy my life. It would have been awful, you know, because I would have just been part of that stigma again. And I was adamant about breaking the stigma so that other parents could talk about it. So other parents could use it to benefit their lives. So other parents could, wouldn't be ashamed to realize that it's just a plant. Yeah, It's a healing entity and it's been used for thousands of years for a reason by royalty, by farmers, by the common people from everyone around. It's been used for just so many versatile reasons. And if you haven't done your research on the history of cannabis, please do yourself a favor and educate yourself. And if you haven't educated yourself on the endocannabinoid system, please educate yourself our bodies make cannabinoids also naturally. Yeah. It's in our breast milk when we feed our children for the first times. It, that's what teaches our children that this is what, how we eat. It yeah. appet- appetite increases since day one. When we're singing, when we're dancing, when we're running, we are creating cannabinoids. It's, it's so naturally occurring. It's absolutely unbelievable that we are criminalizing nature. Yeah. We are criminalizing ourselves because it's what is made up of us. We are made up of cannabinoids. We make up cannabinoids and we have an endocannabinoid system. So it's, 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 a, it's a crime on us. It's a crime on humanity. It's a crime on human rights that yeah. we don't get to utilize this plant in the way that it was intended. Yeah, no, absolutely. Jessica, you are so, so, so right. You really hit the nail on the head on that one. Like you really, yeah, yeah absolutely. And maybe that's why they don't want us to have it. So, you know, because it does bring out the truth. And, and yeah. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, dot, dot, dot. And... Uh, when you speak about healing entity, do you self-medicate and how does meditation connect with your self-meditating cannabis, medicating, sorry, cannabis? You know, I, I went the route of, of self-medicating and titrating myself off of SSRIs. Uh, I probably should have seeked a professional, but at the time I was very afraid of them trying to talk me out of it. I didn't want someone telling me, don't do this. Are you sure you're a parent? Yada, yada. I was not in a supported community at the time. Um, A lot of Southern California is not a very supported uh, part of the state. So, um, you know, and it's just, there is still a stigma attached, you know, it's, it's very bizarre. Um, So I had to be very mindful about not uh, telling people and I, I self-medicated, but at the time before that I was self-medicating with wine. So I figured, okay, this is the less of two evils because I was self-medicating my social anxiety with wine before events, drinking during events, sometimes over drinking, throwing up, having alcohol poisoning. Like that wasn't doing me any good. What was that doing for my lifestyle? That wasn't very healthy. And so, um, I took it upon myself. I truly believe humans know best. Mothers know best. I listen to myself. I listen to my heart. I did what cannabis teaches us, which is following your, your inner guidance, listening to that higher self, realizing that you can use cannabis for wellness and you can use it intentionally. You can use it beautifully. It can bridge the gap between other problems that you didn't realize that maybe you had. It helps heal so much trauma for me. It's helped heal PS, PTSD for me. It's helped heal p- postpartum depression for me. It is a tool for my confidence. It's a tool for my bravery. It's an all-encompassing tool. So it really is uh, really about how we use it and, and the mindfulness that goes attached to it. And if we meditate, oh my gosh, can we become unstoppable? Meditation taught me about manifestation. And I yeah. realized that I could co-create with cannabis, co-create with myself, 
co-create with this universe and really make these powerful moves, you know, and not to be boastful or braggy, but I've been able to accomplish all the things I've wanted to in life so far from playing in uh, rock and roll bands to this, to what, what else is going to be next? You know, I've, I've been a uh, event planner for make a wish foundation. That's just such a healing lifestyle too. I've been able to co-create with cannabis and, and bring forth all these wonderful, beautiful things, the home I currently live in with my family, the conversations I get to have with you, the yeah. people that will listen to this and, and, and their lives will be changed and, and, and influenced in a positive way, in a healthy yeah. way. You know, we need more of that. Where, where are these people that are, are making health and wellness normalized and making it, you know, uh, socially acceptable to be like, hey, we should be more mindful of how we consume cannabinoids. Yeah. And yeah. let's talk about other cannabinoids besides THC. Yes, THC is lovely, but we know so much about it, you know. And even though we don't know so much, we still know enough. Let's let yeah. other cannabinoids shine. Let's get to know THCV, which is less psychoactive. If you don't want to be high for an hour, guess what? After 10, 15 minutes, that that change is gone. You are you're tickled, your brain is tickled for a little bit. And by the time you're done with your cup of coffee, you're ready to go about your day. You have more yeah. energy, you're more satisfied, your anxiety is probably lowered. You are also not wanting to eat your entire pantry. You know, I yeah. love cannabis, but I don't want to have to pay for all the groceries that I that it wants me to consume. And there's a time yeah. and a place for everything. Yes, there's nights where on Friday nights I will eat pizza and ice cream and it's so much fun and all the munchies in the world. And that's great. But I also love the feeling I get when I'm, you know, consuming a, a CBD olive oil on my salad and it's just those crunches and you feel that hempy nuttiness on the salad and you know your body's being nourished with superfoods and it just feels so good too and we need to recognize that that part of the industry is just as valuable just as important just as sexy you guys we can bring sexy back in a health and wellness way (laughs) yeah absolutely and you kind of already answered this but i just want to ask you how do you think cannabis helps with positivity, acceptance, gratitude for like for the universe. How do you think like where is the connection there? Where do you think stems from? You know, I think it really just comes back to us being able to open up the third eye and connecting with what our our bodies were meant to connect with. Our yeah. true selves, when we're feeling elated, when we're feeling blissed out, we're happy for others' success. We want our friends and family to succeed. We're not bitter. We're not jealous. We're complimenting strangers. We're more, more lighthearted to our, our, our children. We're, we're cleaning up our houses. We're doing those dishes. We're maybe putting on a little bit of lipstick that day and doing those things that just make us feel so good. And, and we're vibrating at a high, high frequency. And yeah. when we're making lifestyle choices that aren't so positive and we're doing things that aren't so fulfilling for our soul, then we're nitpicking at our children we're nitpicking at strangers. We're nitpicking at ourselves. We're shameful. We're 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 not helpful, and we we don't want anyone to succeed. We're jealous. We're rageful. We don't do anything to to help ourselves, and we don't do anything to help one another. And that is not what this plant is intended for. When we use it with the intention, it goes to the frequency that's needed, and everything else just falls into place. It really starts to create that that in mind-body-spirit connection, and then we start to vibrate at the frequency that's who our higher selves are supposed to be. That's why I feel like it's called getting high. I truly believe words mean everything. It doesn't yeah. mean you're high at like you are when you're high on other drugs. A high, it is a highness 
that is indescribable unless you can experience it. And when you dial in on your cannabinoids and you find that perfect match and you feel that homeostasis, it is like, I just want to bottle this up and drink it all the time. Yeah. You know, when you get that sweet spot, when you hit the right amount of tea that morning and the right amount of CBD or CBN or CBG, whatever floats your boat, and you're just boom, you become an unstoppable rocket. And that's what we're supposed to feel. We're not supposed to feel this jealous rage of our, of our cubicle friend. We're not supposed to, oh, I'm not going to talk about, you know, that person's success because geez, I, I shouldn't even congratulate them. I'm, I'm just yeah. pissed off. You know, I, yeah. I, that's not what we're supposed to vibe at. If this industry is going to survive and we're really going to be breaking the stigma, we need to change how we think and feel about this plant, about one another, about what the possibilities of this industry can bring. Don't limit ourselves. We can be greater than the alcohol industry, greater than the plastics industry, greater than big pharma. If we use our, our bodies and minds right and we decide that meditation should be a daily practice just like our cannabinoids. Meditation yeah. should can happen when we're doing laundry. Meditation can happen when we're doing dishes. When we stop and we realize that we have a human connection with ourselves and our bodies and it's so temporary. And we're so lucky to have that moment to be able to do dishes. We're so lucky to be, even be, way, be able to be clothed in this t-shirt at this time in 2021 and have our health and wellness and just pause for those moments. Yeah. That's what's going to bring us bliss. This world is a crazy place and it's always going to be. It's not going to stop. It's not going to get any easier. We just have to get stronger. And how do we do that? We, we empower ourselves with mindfulness. We empower for ourselves with meditation. Ask any successful human what their daily practice is. Every single one I've ever met meditates daily. Yeah. From scientists to celebrities, they all take a moment to pause and realize that we are so tiny, but we are also so powerful. We have to remember that. That's what cannabis is. It's so tiny. It's such a tiny seed. But look at that seed. Look what it grows to. Look what it does. That little seed heals bodies and minds and souls. We are that little seed as well. We have the power to heal mind, body, and soul. But we need yeah. to understand it as well. We need to remember that. We need to remember who we are and why we came here. We need to remember why cannabis is here. We need to go back and remember it all. Yes, we can make money with cannabis, but let's do it mindfully. Let's do it with intention. Let's do it for the reasons that Rastafari wants us to do it. Please remember our roots, all of you. Please remember your roots. And if you don't, like I said, then, then do the education because it's up to us. The stigmatization starts at home, just like ignorance. Remember yeah, that. Absolutely. And another thing that I wanted to ask you is, I, I really like to meditate personally. So it's something that I can take away with me uh, after this interview. But for someone who doesn't really know where to start, can you share with us a practice that you do yourself, even if you're more of like an early morning meditator or like a late night one or just a break in the middle of the day one? What, what do you do when you meditate? What's your practice? You know, um, I have to meditate first thing in the morning because if I don't, I'm a very energetic person. I'm very type A and I, I need to get grounded in gratitude right away. Yeah. I have this side behind me to stay grounded yeah. for a reason. So when I walk into my office every morning, okay, it's your reminder. You know, it, I recommend to people, if you, if you need some sort of, I I'm a visual learner and I'll forget if it's out of sight. It's out of mind. It's just how I am. Yeah. Um, so if you need to do 
uh, a little post-it note on your mirror in the morning or a little lipstick note or a little expo pen, you know, good morning, beautiful. Don't forget to meditate. Let's pause and take 10 deep breaths or whatever you want to write a message, maybe change it weekly for yourself or monthly for yourself or whatever you feel is good. But everybody has a few minutes to breathe every day. And believe it or not, even that is meditation. So closing your eyes while you're at the mirror in the bathroom and grab the grab the sink if you want to if you want to feel a grounding position it doesn't have to always be lotus pose you don't have to be on if you want to chant do it but it can be part of your routine as simple as being in the present moment in your bathroom and i personally love uh listening to like biannual beats while I'm meditating. I like listening yeah. to, uh, you know, wind instruments and chimes and all those. I try and change it up. It's just me. I'm a, I like music. I like sounds. Um, and then sometimes I just want to go up on my rooftop and just listen to the sounds of cars going to work in the morning and wishing those people a good day and wishing yeah. myself a good day. And everybody that feels what I'm feeling right now in, in my energy frequency i want them to feel that love if if it's my neighbors if it's someone walking down the street i just send it out so you can do those things it's just so simple it doesn't have to be lighting candles and getting this palo santo out and you know all of that craziness it can be just as simple as sending love to three friends that day being in that gratitude taking a moment to thank your body you know today i don't have any cuts or bruises i'm so grateful my body feels good being mindful of where you're, where you want your energy to go today. Okay. Today I have a big interview. I hope the interviewee has a great day. I hope I have a great day and everyone arrives safely to the, to the building, you know, taking those moments to just setting intentions is also meditation too. It doesn't have to be, like I said, a grand big thing. I think people are intimidated. They feel like they need to sit in silence. They feel like they need to do it for an hour. Meditation can be done in a few minutes, a few breaths, a few moments. And in just with you and, and in silence. And, and it's so important just to remember that we are human every single day and to forgive ourselves for our mistakes, forgive ourselves for our flaws, to realize that, you know, cannabis is a, is a forgiving plant. Think about how good you feel once it's in your body. She goes in there and is like, cleans up house like a housekeeper, you know, yeah. and uh, do that with yourself too. You know, make sure you're also doing housekeeping on yourself. And that's what meditation is. And I know you can agree, Hazel, because you meditate as well. It's a personal housekeeping. Check your body, yeah. scan your body. Is there a pain that day? Do I need to send love to my shoulders? Am I feeling extra tense? And why am I feeling tense? Am I feeling the weight of a of a bill coming up? Or am I worried about a payment not going through? What is it about me that has to be released to realize, you know what? The money is coming. It's already here. You know, it's I, whatever you need to tell yourself to realize that it's it's fine. Everything is fine and you're taken care of in that moment and just realize that you are okay and you're safe. Yeah. Thank you so much. That was incredible. I really hope some some of our listeners will be able to take that home with them after they listen to us. And speaking of them, we always want to ask some questions and, well, ask them questions to us that then we can report to you and you can answer for them. So we have a couple. And the first one is, for meditation, do you think it's better a sativa or indica strain? (laughs) You know, that's funny Good question. One would think um, that, you know, and we have to use these terms loosely. Now I know otherwise I'm going to get the comments in the, in the podcast because we all have professionals listening now um, yeah. or everyone thinks they're a professional these days. So, <laughs> myself included. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But here's the disclaimer. We're going to use these terms loosely because I do realize, yes, sativa 
indica. Let's let's think sativa is going to be those energetic strains for those of you that are are you know not as familiar or don't want to use those terms. Indica is going to be more body highs. Um, I I'm I'm going to just be the wrench in this whole thing. I'm a big hybrid person because I once again body mind connection. I want to have that body mind connection or I also love like hemp strains. You know, I like smoking hemp also that has other herbs and uh, blends inside like um yeah. chamomile, hibiscus, things like that where you can add uh, little herbs to uh, to set more intentions cuz different herbs also have intentions with it. If you don't realize that, look that up too. That's that's another way you can add a really fun practice to your meditation is oh, I'm trying to, you know, trying to bring in more kind of fun little woo-woo to it. The, the plants, each plant that you add in addition to the the hemp or the cannabis you will also get other healing properties and other spiritual elements that are attached to these plants as well. So it's, it's just a yeah. fun way to add to your little uh, healing, healing process and to, to all of that. But um, if, you know, if you want to, sometimes I feel like with sativas personally, and this is myself personally, I'm feeling too move movement in my, uh, like I want to get up and move too much. So yeah. I personally like a hybrid or indica based body body based because of the fact that I'm I want to feel that grounding I'm 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 high all the time you know and naturally I'm a very high energy person so I want to be that sedated like you know give me that CBN give me those humulines and or not humulines but like myrcene and just really calm me down you know get me yeah. get me down to that earthy earthy ground so that when I am meditating I'm feeling one with earth I feel like I'm always floating so I want to be brought back down but those of you listening you might be really chill all the time maybe you want to open up a little bit and you want to bring yourself a little higher higher up then I would say go towards those energy, mind, uh, focus, you know, clarity, those kind of strains, uh, sativa, sativa strains. So do your research. That's what's so great about Royal Queens. They always talk about what the effects you're going to feel. They share what other people have felt about the, the plant as well. And so um, utilize these, these tools that the websites and the apps have and, and educate yourself. You know, knowledge is power. This is how we're going to break the stigma. When we, you know, meet a family member and they go, oh, I would never use cannabis because I don't want to lay on the couch all day. Well, you can go, oh, grandma, did you know there's these wonderful little mints? They're very light and they they keep you focused and they give you a little bit of energy so you can clean your house and you're going to feel so great and you're going to have less bodily pains afterwards and it's just lovely. Try them. And isn't that so much better than saying, grandma, you don't know what you're talking about, you know? So yeah, absolutely. We we really, it's up to us. We have to be crusaders, you know? Um, we have to be mindful about how we talk about this plant. Are we calling it medicine? Are we using it as medicine? Are we just taking the highest THC because we feel like that's the most beneficial to ourselves? That's not the case for some. Yes, absolutely. I'm not going to discredit the the high THC content. I believe science has a purpose. Let's continue to research. Let's continue to make Frankenstein strains and, and figure out really great, you know, healing benefits and new cannabinoids along the way. However, let's also be mindful about why we're using cannabis. Are we using cannabis because we have a lot of anxiety? Then maybe sativa-based strains are not going to be doing us so well. Maybe a Jack Herrera isn't going to serve us so much, you know? Yeah. Maybe we, we want to look for uh, more of an OG, an SFVOG or something so that we're we're feeling a little bit more grounded and not so spun out. It's just adding to us. It's like drinking three cups of coffee when you're a high-anxiety person. You don't want to do that to yourself. Yeah. You know, you, you might do it to yourself and regret it later, but you know, <laughs> dial in and not 
try other things. People are so open to being hungover and trying to drink the next day or the next weekend. But if we have one bad trip or one bad product, we never want to try the cannabis again. Yeah. We yeah. need to be more open-minded with cannabis as we are with alcohol, as we are with food. How many times have we had food poisoning? We didn't give up on yeah. food again. Yeah. You know, we still went back and had sushi a month later. We still yeah, went back absolutely. and ate at that deli. So we need to be as conscious with cannabis as we are with everything else. And we need to treat it with the same respect as we do everything else. We need to keep our eyes and minds open because this plant opens eyes and it opens minds. Yeah, absolutely. And lastly, they ask you, if I don't like meditating, what other practice could I do? Perhaps walking on the park or reading a book? Yes, I really love that um, they're already reaching outside the box. Meditation is not a one-size-fits-all. Yes, people love transcendental meditation and they want to float and they want to do it for hours and they want to do all that. And that's lovely. And you can get to that point. But we don't need to run a marathon right away. We can do sprints. And as I mentioned earlier, it can happen during dishes. Even with foods, if you, uh, a little gummy, you know, next time you eat a gummy, a cannabis gummy or a CBD gummy, Think about how it feels in your hands. Think about how it's in your mouth and, and the granules on the outside. Taste the sugar. Taste the sour. How does it feel? How do, Can you taste cannabis at all? Can you taste the plant in there? Or is it just the sweetness? And what is the sweetness that you taste? And think about the hands that make it as you're eating it. And really get mindful while you're even just eating. We all love to eat as most of, I mean, most of us do for the most part. I can generalize and say that. <laughs> we, we enjoy eating. So why not? be mindful while we're eating and that's meditation too believe it or not just honing in on when you, if you're rolling a joint the paper you're touching the way the the grinder feels when you're grinding it doesn't have to be this monstrous moment it can just be in the, the moments where you're just being mindful in your day and you're just listening to that grinding and listening to the human experience and being grateful the fact that you have that plant because there's so many of us around the globe that are without it every single day that need it And we have to remember yeah. that too and just stay in gratitude for the days that we do have it and send love to the ones that don't and be grateful for the times that we have those those days that we can heal with plant medicine because there's so many of us that don't have that privilege. And hopefully we can make these wonderful changes together and, and bring forth cosmic healing, health and wellness all over the world. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jessica. You really, really sent us so many good vibes through this <laughs> podcast and i'm sure whoever <laughs> listens to it uh, right to the end will will feel the same way as i do and it's incredible to you know share this interview time with you and just to be able to talk about this you know yeah. i'm always grateful for every single guest that i get to interview and today is no different and So yeah, I just wanted to thank you, Jessica. And as always, please go and follow her and just send her the love that we are sending her today from Royal Queen Seed. And we really, really hope you have a great rest of your day. Mine is winding down to the end. Yours has just started. So yeah, hope you enjoy your day and have a great time. It was a fabulous start to a day. Um, I really enjoyed it. Please follow me on uh, at the mommy Jane on Instagram. And I look forward to connecting with all of you. Please take care. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Bye, Jessica. Bye-bye, everyone. And thank you for tuning in for another great episode of the Royal Queen Seed interviews. You can listen to all the other episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. You can also find us on all social media at Royal Queen Seed RQS. We will see you next time. Royal Queen Seed's interviews.